0: Now, if you look at Dominican life as bequeathed to us by our Holy Father, St. Dominic, there are a balance of elements. Um, There is the liturgical life. Mass in the office is the center of the Dominican day. uh, As given by the church, uh, with whatever legitimate options the church gives us, uh, we're free to take. Uh, as fostering contemplation, deeper prayer, assimilation of the truth, not only with the mind, but also with the heart, with the whole being, so that we burn on fire with the truth and can spread it uh, to others. Um, This is the understanding of the apostolic life. The apostolic life is not simply running around like a chicken with your head cut off, uh, supposedly doing endless apostolate. The apostolic life refers to the life that is described in the acts of the apostles in chapter two. They continued steadfastly, that is the first Christian, in the teaching of the apostles. That's the tradition, that's the didache. Uh, In the breaking of the bread, Well, that was the early way of talking about uh, the Eucharist. Even now, at Mass, the priest breaks the host uh, just before the Ainus day. So the breaking of the bread in which they distributed uh, the Lord uh, under the form of bread in Holy Communion uh, to those gathered, etc. In the communio, in the community life, Uh, life together, the common life. Obviously, you as tertiaries uh, do that in a way different than the sisters do or than I do. But nonetheless, that's a very important element. Uh, And thirdly, and in the prayers. Uh, the prayers, uh, the first Jewish Christians went to the temple or the synagogue until they were kicked out because they followed Jesus and believed that he was the son of God. Uh, and then they developed their own prayers, uh, used, utilizing the Psalms, etc. And when the church gained freedom, then the liturgy of the hours developed uh, as we know it. Uh, Blessed Jordan says, Uh, of St. Dominic that he frequented the church night and day Uh, and when he prayed at night he kept long vigils he prayed with his whole being he just didn't sit there quietly reading the word, he did but he also groaned I was uh, uh, in the chapel before uh, John Paul II said uh Mass in his private chapel. Uh there were a group of us there, and he was as prayer, and we could hear him sort of groaning as he prayed for the whole church. Uh obviously there were deep concerns on his heart for the church in various parts of the world, etc. Uh our Holy Father groaned and sighed, and even Tugwell has a reference, found a reference, roared in prayer. I find that a bit amusing. I think if he came to one of our houses and we doing that, uh, we 'd uh, send him to the mental ward, uh, etc, praying for sinners that he 'd speak to on the morrow. So when he went forth uh, to speak, it wasn 't just something he had thought up, but rather it was the holy Word of God meditated on uh, deeply, prayed over, and then the word came forth. Uh, to uh, speak to the people, he took from Premontré the, uh, the modern descendants of they of them are the Norbertines. Uh, quad arduum, whatever was difficult; quad decorum, whatever was beautiful; quad discretum, whatever was balanced. Usually Dominicans tend to have a balanced approach uh to life, uh a balanced approach uh to theology, uh a balanced approach uh to spirituality. Um, he prayed, in choir with the community, and sometimes he would go back and forth from side to side, saying, fortiter tear Well he didn't mean say say it louder, he meant mean it, get into it, you know. Pray it with your whole being, uh, etc. And he prays. Uh, we know what's called the nine ways of prayer. He prayed when he was praying alone in the church, uh, using his whole body. Aha! Uh-huh. See, I think singing all those hymns brought this about. You see, okay. Um, and so that consequently in a somewhat charismatic way, bowing repeatedly with his uh, body, prostrating himself on the floor. Uh, At times when he was doing holy reading, uh, he held, or he was thinking about the word, held his hands uh, like as if he were holding a book. And sometimes holding his hands as if he were saying mass. Etc., kind of taking that in. Praying at times, I think in a very beautiful uh, way, with his hands in the form of an arrow. And he said, sh- shooting straight to the heart of God, begging gifts of the Holy Spirit upon his uh, new order, etc. Uh, he prayed with lexio, that is, for holy reading of the scripture or a holy book. Meditatio, kind of chewing it, letting it sink in deep, letting the uh, word penetrate, etc. Um, oratio, sometimes being moved to pray, pray for someone or pray for some gift, or, or etc. And then contemplatio, sometimes just being aware of God. You know the story of Saint John Vianney, the Curé dars how oh, there was this old peasant praying in the back of church all day and the curators tapped him on the shoulder. He said, what are you doing here all day? And the old man said, I look at him and he looks at me. That's contemplation, just being at rest with God. And at times for those who are trying to grow in prayer, at times God gives us a touch of contemplation. Um, it was said of him that he spoke cum deo out de deo, with God in prayer, or about God in preaching and sharing and evangelizing, etc. Study. Uh, St. Peter said we should be able to give a reason for the faith that is in us. Um, we should be look, reading the catechism understanding the catechism etc we should more and more understand the teaching of the church and why people kind of look to us they expect us uh, to be able to answer some of their questions Saint Dominic uh, whereas the Norbertines had a section on manual labor, he borrowed from their rule, but he didn 't mercifully uh, call us to manual labor, but rather he placed in the rule instead of that study study for the salvation of souls, not just professional excellence, not just getting degrees but an overflow of our reading, our overflow of lexio but being moved to understand more deeply, understand the teaching of the Church, which flows uh, from the Scripture uh, and so uh, and from tradition, uh, so that uh, in a way, nowadays we're talking about evangelizing. Uh, well, that's really simply nothing other than preaching, sharing the faith uh, where uh, you happen to be, uh, etc. Uh, Father B. Jarrett uh, said uh, that um, uh, St. Dominic didn't want his group just to be a stuffy study club uh, and that's the reason why the liturgy is so important. Choir, praying the liturgy of the hours, thank you. Uh, So that in a sense, our study is watered by prayer. The Holy Spirit uh, helps us in our study not just so that we can rattle off syllogisms and wow our opponents but rather deeply from the heart uh, the mind together uh, come forth in a joyful uh, explanation proclamation which draws people to the truth, uh, converts them. It was said in the early uh, life of the brethren that If you were looking for them in the priory, that first of all you look for them in the church. If they weren't in the church, you look for them uh, in their rooms. If they weren't in their rooms, you looked for them in the library. So this whole notion of holy study. Humbert of Romans, our fifth master of the order, said what is gained by study in one's uh, room is assimilated to the heart in choir when you're chanting the psalms when you're praying the liturgy of the hours then it in a sense it begins uh to come together and of course we know that our holy father dominic carried with him uh it at the time something that was very difficult because in those days there was no printing press and all books had to be beautifully uh lettered Um, uh, on parchment uh, which is dried animal skins uh, etc. made into books and then hand copied Uh, so books were very precious but he nonetheless had the Gospel of Matthew which he carried with him uh, and the letters of Saint Paul uh, and he read and studied them I once heard a very good conference by a Dominican on the fact that having the Gospel of Matthew and the letters of Paul uh, basically what you needed to proclaim the fullness of the gospel and this man was a scripture scholar etc um... then the common life life in community not private uh... we're born into a family uh... we don't uh, just uh, kind of uh... pop into the world all by ourselves uh, we're surrounded by family uh, we have the family of the church, etc., cetera, uh, which is really in some ways the sense of the dictum, outside the church there is no salvation, outside the body of Christ, outside of, of the sacraments of life. Now the Holy Spirit can deal with people who would not, don't have the good fortune that we have, uh, et cetera, to be in the fullness of the faith, and that's another whole interesting lecture one could give. But, but the whole point is, we need one another we don't go to God alone uh... but rather uh... we take with us the people that we've helped and they take with us uh... uh, they take with them ourselves because how often others have helped us how often others have loved us have uh, helped us to grow Have helped us to repent have helped us uh... uh, in many ways uh... that we don't uh, realize Um, And so that, uh, consequently, uh, we reflect uh, the church. Um, And living in community um, is a wonderful thing. It also has a few of its crosses, in some ways living in a family the same way. Uh, There was a psychological institute who studied our life uh, in the Midwest, Uh, the, the brethren living together And they said that we help one another by the sandpaper technique. What's that? Living alongside of one another, we kind of help rub off the the rough edges of one another. And the sisters surely know that that's true. I can say that. And even in your own Dominican fraternity, sometimes peoples of different personalities and so on and so forth. And sometimes we have to stretch and we have to forgive and we have to ask to be forgiven, et cetera. And all of that helps us to grow uh, in uh, a true uh, community. And finally, out of all of this, uh, prayer, liturgical prayer and individual prayer, study, the common life, comes preaching for the salvation of souls. Um, And you do it where you are. In your work, uh, in your vocation in life, etc, you do it sharing with your neighbors, you do it in answering questions, etc. At times you quietly witness uh, to something, and at times people look to you when they want to know uh, the answer, uh, so that we do that and we do it uh, that is with the truth and docility to the Holy Spirit docility to the church. Um, If someone says that they're filled with the Holy Spirit and they teach something uh, against the teaching of the church, they may be filled with the spirit, but it's not the Holy Spirit. Um, Docility to lawful authority, the Pope, the bishops, religious superiors and so on and so forth uh, is the way. Um, of the spirit. Dominic was always in medio ecclesiae, in the middle of the church, that is in the heart of the church, and he wanted us to be. He was very honored when Pope Honorius gave him Santa Sabina because that ancient basilica had the Pope's family villa attached to it, and he saw that as a special mark uh, from the Holy See. Uh, he made many trips to Rome uh, to make sure uh, that uh, what he was doing in his new foundation of preachers was completely according to the mind uh, of the church. There were over 30 letters or 30 bulls they were called because of the stamp attached to them uh, having to do uh, with the Holy See's confirmation of uh, Dominican work. Um, Saint Catherine called the Pope, uh, the Sweet Christ on Earth. Now, being in union with the Pope means being in union with the solid uh, teaching of the Pope uh, as handed down uh, through scripture and tradition. It doesn't necessarily mean uh, agreeing with every opinion. Um, at times uh, Catherine was not afraid to withstand the Pope to his face and tell him that he ought to leave Avignon and get back to Rome and eventually he did Um, so that consequently uh, but nonetheless to have that love uh, of the church uh, etc and so then like St. Thomas we can preach a kind of sacra doctrina a holy doctrine which is also a sana doctrina. What is sana? Healthy, healthy, good. You want healthy, good food. You want the truth that nourishes your mind. You don't want ersatz. You don't want half-truths. You can't build your life on something that's half-true, etc. You can, but you will come to ruination, etc. And so we want to be in the fullness of the truth in the heart of the church. I had an experience once when I was in Washington, and it's appropriate to uh, say this, on the feast of St. Scholastica, the uh, sister of St. Benedict. I went to the nearby Benedictine Abbey. They had invited me, uh, and it was for Vespers and supper, and it was beautiful. Uh, We lined up two by two in the corridor. We came in very solemnly, bowed two by two, went into choir, Uh, everything was done very sedately lovely Gregorian chant, etc. I think there might have been benedicts of the Blessed Sacrament after, I can't remember. But anyway, all was done in great decorum Uh, and then after we processed out, uh, we had a a lovely meal it was uh, very tastefully done, the food uh, but the whole thing was a great decorum. The next day I was at the Dominican house uh, and uh, we kind of filed into choir, somewhat haphazardly. Uh, we chanted the office, it was beautiful, it moved right along, it was rather brisk, uh, etc. And then after the brethren all piled out into bre- uh, uh, to breakfast, and I saw the difference between the two. One had the wonderful charism of peace, pox, everything was very calm, etc. But with Dominicans, it seemed to me, there was more joy, a certain joie de vivre, etc. Living in God, living in the Holy Spirit, living in His truth, etc. And that's what our uh, heritage is. Um, St. Catherine saw that in the broad and spacious garden of St. Dominic, there were many different flowers. Everybody doesn't have to be a rose or a violet, you can be a snapdragon as well. There are all kinds of wonderful flowers or maybe a fern, who knows, uh, in the garden. Not everybody uh, is the same. Father Clarisac said the Dominican spirit is so broad that it's found in all the Dominican saints but differently. So Saint Dominic had all of these virtues together. And his virtue of preaching is borne out by Vincent Ferrer. The virtue of study uh, by Saint Thomas Aquinas. Uh, uh, The virtue uh, being an extraordinary wonder worker in some ways, uh, miracles as well as preaching. Uh, Vincent Ferrer, etc. Mystic love of the Lord Jesus, uh, Saint Catherine of Siena, etc. And Clarice's point is that. Not all the Dominicans saints are the same, but in some ways we all mirror the charism of our Holy Father, uh, Saint Dominic. Some people worry about uh, religious life uh, disappearing uh, and the life of other lay movements uh, uh, sponsored by them, uh, the tertiaries, Dominican laity, and what have you. The great Lacodea, Dominican of the 19th century said, And he meant it of us, not just of monks. Monks like oaks are eternal. So some orders rise up and disappear. But I think we're going to be around for a while. So uh, this and we will be if we live uh, this spirit, etc. Now, um, even with all of our singing and everything, um, I I'm letting you out five minutes early. The break is supposed to be at 10 o'clock and it's five minutes before that. So use your five minutes well.